everybody. Thanks so much for checking out this week's episode of the Discipleship Track Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Rob, joined as always by the one and only squeaky Patsy Parati. Patsy, say what's up. <laughs> I would try, but it's difficult to I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Can say that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hello, people. Okay. And we are here because we believe that God has called us to live a life that is fully devoted to him. I'm sorry. I just got distracted by a comment in the discussion already. Someone <laughs> is insulting my hat already? selection. Yes, Sam, I do need some new hats, so I would love a sponsorship of a hat. That would be awesome. But I really need a new but shirt Patsy more. needs a new shirt first because she only has one, apparently. Um, but anyway, well, this is the worst <laughs> intro ever. We are here. At least you know we do these things live and we're not recording these intros, w- the same one every week. But we are here because we... Uh, what am I... Oh, gosh. <laughs> we are here because we believe that God has called us to live a life that is fully devoted to him. But here's the thing. In order to do that, we got to put in a little bit of work. It's not going to happen on its own. So we create these podcasts each and every week-ish so that we can grow together and grow on the go. So we hope that wherever you are, you'll take us with you, whether you're uh, driving in the car, in your cubicle, uh, picking up the kids from school, dropping them off, driving them to the doctors because it's flu season and it seems like everybody and their brother sick these days. Really? Um, yep. <laughs> Um, We just hope we'll be there with you. Not actually in the doctors because we don't want to get sick again, but, you know, like virtually that kind of thing. So take us with you so that we can grow together and we can grow the community. Um, Just to kind of recap a little bit, I you may notice that I am going to the challenge has been made today that I am going to try to talk a little bit more than my counterpart here. Because she sounds atrocious. So, okay. And I mean that with all the love in the world. Whoever is watching, please text in. Do I sound atrocious? Yes, they all. The the comments are going crazy right now. Listen. And you have one friend, one friend that says they're going to buy you a shirt. Okay. So, buy me a shirt. I love it. And I don't think that laryngitis is a reason to, to check out. I think it's just I'm pushing through. Yep. I'm a trooper. Totally. You're a trooper. I am trustworthy. Yep. I will be here for the podcast. Yep. You will be here. Absolutely. <laughs> You're like the mailman. Like, no matter what, That's you are going right. to show up. That's but anyway, right. so the gauntlet has been thrown. I'm going to try to talk more than Patsy, and Patsy's going to do what she usually does and talk more than everybody else. <laughs> and we're going to see how this goes today. But to recap a little bit, where we're at is for the past few episodes, we have been talking about what it looks like to have an untouchable faith. We are looking at the book of Daniel, and we're studying that together as a church right now. Uh, If you're not from where we are, we are on staff here at Powerhouse Church. You would think that's a sponsor because of the (laughs) massive sign we have behind us. But But nope, it's just the only thing we had to block the ugliness behind us. Um, So (laughs) we are on staff here at Powerhouse, and as a church, we are growing through the book. You like that? They did there? Growing through the book good. of Daniel. So clever. Uh, and He's looking so clever. at, that's why I get the big bucks, but I can't afford new and hats. the great hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are growing together through the book of Daniel over the past few weeks and looking at Daniel's life and what it looks like to have an untouchable faith. How do we get it? How do we keep it? What does it look like? Uh, and how can we walk in that? And I think it's been really cool. I hope mm-hmm. if you've been tracking with us over the past few weeks, uh, you've been um, encouraged by it and challenged by it. Um, I know I have. And so we're going to dive back in today. We're getting ready to wrap it up, though. I think we only I have know. a few more weeks left. We're going to do. Yeah, um, we only have two weeks after this. Yeah. So prophecy, believe it or not, because Daniel's a very prophetic book. But but a lot of it prophetic. when Daniel wrote it. 
it was it was all prophecy. It was all yep. ahead for him. But so much has happened. So please don't think like, oh man, they're really cramming it in. It's just we're only going to talk about what's still to come. Yes, very good. Um, I don't think anybody understood what you just said, but I'm glad that you tried. Uh, can, can you please <laughs> save me here, people? You understand so, me. So anyway, where's today, my jersey, people? Today we are diving in to Daniel. If you have something that you can look at the Bible with, if you, and you want to join us in there, we're looking at Daniel six. Five. No, five. Daniel 5, sorry. Um, and we are talking about what I would say is a pretty popular phrase, and yeah. I wonder how many people use it not knowing this is where it comes from. Right. Right, and the phrase that we're talking about, if you're not familiar with uh, the passage, which obviously I'm not because I got it wrong when I said what we were talking about, um, we are talking about the writing on the wall. Yes, we are. Right, and I think this is one of those stories in the Bible that is pretty cool, like and crazy, and just one of those God things where he's like, hey, check it out, I'm God, I'm just going to show off a little bit here. (laughs) And I think he's allowed, he's God. Um, But it's funny because I think we use that phrase a lot. I've heard it in circles that have nothing to do with the the church world and the, the context has nothing to do with this specific passage, um, but they throw it out there and they throw it out there as something that's like a really good thing. Like, oh, right. thank you, God, the writing is on the wall. Right, 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 right. And it's this great thing, but as we've been reminded a lot, as you know, Patsy and I have been studying this, it's really bad. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you shouldn't want to see the writing on the wall. Yeah. And so we're going to unpack that a little bit this morning. Yeah. Uh, and just talk about that. So I will give you a little bit of time. I'm going to do Before my best I cut you off. To um, keep my voice smooth. Good. Way to go. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Why is it a bad thing? Well, it's a bad thing because when the writing is on the wall, that's when the sentence has been declared. Like, Mm. it was too late. It was done. So when you see the writing on the wall, like, it's a done deal, as we would say in in our day and age. And for Belshazzar, so right now in Daniel chapter 5, where we are, is we're up to a different king. We had Nebuchadnezzar, now we're at Belshazzar, who he he says, like, it's his son, but it's probably more likely his grandson. That's just the way the Bible does genealogy. Anyway, Belshazzar is this wild man of a king. He is a party animal. And where we come into his scene in Daniel chapter 5, he is having a wild party. He's got a thousand people. It is a drunken brawl. And he's got a whole bunch of girls. So especially in our day and age, thank you women, where we would not tolerate this. But it's just this drunken brawl, misusing women, misusing alcohol. Everything's going crazy. And then he decides, I'm going to up my game. He remembers that King Nebuchadnezzar, who came before him, when he conquered Jerusalem, he went into God's temple... And he stole all of the golden chalices, all of the candelabras, all of these beautiful articles that were holy. Remember that word. We're going to talk about it in a minute. All the things that were holy unto the Lord. Put them on a cart and horse and took them back to Babylon. And they were all locked up, I guess, in a warehouse. So Belshazzar, in a drunken rage, is like, I've got a great idea. Let's go get all the stuff that we stole from the Jews Mm -hmm. and bring it in here so we can drink more out of those cups. And that's what he does. And as he's pouring the wine and misusing God's stuff, all of these beautiful things that were supposed to be for the temple, a gigantic hand appears and starts to write on the wall. And the Bible actually says that Belshazzar goes so like pale and weak. His whole body goes loose. His ligaments actually like let go and his hip sockets let go and his knees are knocking together. And I'm so sorry, like part of me thinks that that's kind of funny because he was really kind of a loser. 
And he's yeah. like standing there, this powerful king that everybody five minutes ago was thinking like, this is the greatest guy in the world. Now he's standing there, yeah. knees knocking together. Well, it reminds me of what we talked about last week on the podcast. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should go back and listen to it. It's easy to but find them. It is easy. To find, well, it's going to be hard to tell which oh, is which. True. So <laughs> now you got to check, sure check the date. Exactly. But it reminds me of what we were talking about last week, because the question that we kind of posed to everybody was, would you rather be humble or live right. humbly or be humbled? Right. Right. And I think that's kind of what you see with the King in this moment, right? He was living this life where he just thought right. he was the bee's knees, right? Yeah. I got bees on the brain today. We we're talking a lot oh. about bees and honey. Earth, bees um, and honey. But uh, he's living this life thinking like he's God's gift to the world. And then all of a sudden, I love it because God shows up and now he's humbled. And And that's not a good thing. He's humbled and it's even, and it went one step further. Like his grandfather, Nebuchadnezzar, was humbled for sure in a very powerful way. Yep. And Belshazzar, he's humbled in that moment, but he's also judged. Like it, the. It, 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 this, the deal is sealed at this moment. He took it one step too far. Yes. And guess what, everybody? You can go too far. You can go too far. Yes. What God declares to be holy, we are not allowed to misuse. So I kind of wanted to go there with you for, for a, a few seconds today. Yeah. When I say the word holy, you yeah. know, give me, give me like a, 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 a variety of things that come to your mind when you think of holy. Sure. Well, I think uh, the best way... And, you know, I'll play the pastor card because it's what I do. But uh, the (laughs) simplest way that it was described to me that I try to remember it as is holy is set apart. Right. Right. I think sometimes a lot of people look at the word holy and they over dramatize it. Yep. If that's a word. Um, And I think when we're referring to God as holy, absolutely. Like give give it all the reverence and respect that God is due. But I think what we need to understand that at its core, the word holy really means to be set apart. It's something that's different. That's that's not included in the norm, the general, this is the way it's always the way it always is, the way it always looks, those kind of things. It's something that's completely different than that. It doesn't touch anything else. It can, it can, it's around everything. Like here's a, here's a fun example that maybe would make sense to you. When my daughter, my oldest daughter was in college, she had all of her friends over for a dinner one night and one of her friends, um, was totally gluten free, but like, to- like, to- but, but I'm no, sorry she, was, to she had a serious I don't, I don't mean it in a mean, like what's wrong with you gluten free people. I mean, I'm so sorry for you. She like, had a very serious illness has, and still has a serious illness. And I took it so seriously, like when I was preparing the food that she would be able to eat, I had a certain set of utensils and that is all I used and pots and pans when I prepared her stuff. And she was so adorable because when she came, she was like, oh my gosh, like no one's ever gone this far. But, but it reminded me really of holiness. Like I Mm -hmm. made sure that everything for her was set apart because I didn't want anything to hurt her because yeah. it could really make her very ill yeah. if any of those utensils touched. And it was so funny because, of course, my husband comes in the kitchen to taste something and I'm like, do not touch don't, that spoon. Don't contaminate. <laughs> and he's like, what? It's just a spoon. Unclean. Unclean. Right. And we might think that some things like, oh, it's just a spoon, but it's not. Some things are holy and they are right. set apart just for God. And guess what? P.S. God takes that very seriously. Yeah. But I love how you played the pastor card. Holy doesn't mean magical, so please don't think that. Holy, when we speak about God and his holiness, is all-powerful, sovereign, perfect, without any flaws, um, you know, good in everything that he does. His holiness is something that we, can, we can't even really understand, we can't even That's grasp, right. but it still does not mean magical. And I think that a lot of us, myself included, were taught something different 
about what holy yeah. meant. And I think that that's bad. It became almost like a good luck charm if we thought something was holy. Sure. And that's not at all. And I think that that's why we, you know, really need this lesson in, in the scriptures here to understand what this guy did. So God created these things that were going to be used in the temple. They were set apart for his use and the guy misused them. And then judgment was proclaimed on him that very day. God said, you have been weighed. What the handwriting on the wall was, you've been weighed, you've been measured, and you've been found wanting. Mm. And it was like, guess what? You don't measure up and, and the, it's over for you. Yeah. It's done. How scary do you think that that is? To find out it's too late. Like, yeah. You know, and a that's moment. a pretty controversial <laughs> topic right now. Okay, go ahead. The fact that it's too late, right? Like the fact that God would say, I'm sorry, I gave you the signs along the way and mm-hmm. I'm trying to be very careful of how I answer these things. But I think I think there's a, a process to it, right? Like, as I'm trying to think, okay, we're saying that the writing is on the wall and that it's a bad thing. So how do we avoid watching the writing on the wall? And I think that we have to understand that the writing on the wall came after a very long journey. Absolutely. That I feel like one of the lights just, just went, went out. out. <laughs> Sorry. My voice is out. Maybe the it's the right. writing on the wall. We missed it. We should have ended this God's a long like, time ago. God's like, nope, don't say it now. But let me just say this. Yeah, go ahead. For him, for Belshazzar. Yeah. I'm not saying that God was like, oops, you know, just kidding, taking you out tonight. Yeah. Listen, what we, we step into his life story. This guy had made his decision. It was engraved in stone. It's just that the last thing that he did is he's like, I'm really going to stick exactly. to God. I'm taking exactly. your stuff, God, and I'm going to use it the way that I decide to use it. Yes. He had already made his choice. Listen, today, if you're listening to us, if you can hear the sound of even my raspy voice, <clears throat> today is the day of salvation. That's what the Bible says. God's hand of grace is still extended to anybody who wants to take it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. The Lord God Almighty loves you. Yes. He sent his son for you. So the writing on the wall today is take the hand of Jesus, the mm-hmm. Savior, and just say, I trust in you. I want what is good because you know what? Being with God is being with what is good. So all the things that you love about life that are good, that's from God. All the things that you love about yeah. life that are that make you feel you know, happy and, and fulfilled and satisfied that line up with God's word, that's what, that's what eternity is. That's what being with him is. And the way that we access that forever is through his son. Yes. So when we say it was too late for this guy, he made whatever at some point in his life, in his heart, he had made his choice. Yes. And his choice was, I don't want you, God. Exactly. Does that, does that exactly. clarify without everyone thinking that we're saying, for some of you, it's way too late already. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Might as well just have a good time for the rest of your life because no. it's all over anyway. No. No. You're here. That's not what it's we're not saying at all. It's not but too I, late. But I would say, and maybe this is a little controversial, that completely agree with you as far as the the open hand of grace from our father but i think one of the things we have to recognize is sometimes it's it's not that it's too late but it may be too late from the point of you know what you have been fighting against god so long so hard every step of the way that he's not going to take that proverbial giant hand and smack you in the face right he could simply say okay, if this is what you think is better, yeah. then have I'm going to sit here yeah. and watch you and, and love you, right. but I'm going to let you have what you think is better than me. Right. And that's a scary thing. 
It is a scary thing. But but let me put the beautiful side of that too. If you feel like the hand of God is off of you in your life and you're feeling like, you know, you've been making these decisions that are against God's will for your life, for, you know, what he created you for. Because P.S., he created all of us on purpose for a purpose. Yep. And for many purposes, not just one, many. Yep. But if you feel like, you know, I don't really feel God's presence in my life. Take a deep breath. Yeah. God is still with you because he gives you the air. Look up at the sun. God is still with you because he provides the sun. Look at all the beauty that is around you. That's all the artistry of our God. He has not left you, but his hand may be off of you yeah. for a time where he's saying, figure it out. Yeah. And God will honor our decisions, mm-hmm. guys. He will honor our decisions. And if we decide, yeah. I don't really want you in my life, he's not going to say, no, you have to have me. Yeah. He's going to say, okay. Yeah. I feel like we should give some examples of what, like practically what we're saying as far as if you choose to not do what God is, is putting before you. Okay. Right. So, go so, ahead. You okay. go first. No, no I would just say, anyone? I would just say just so that it doesn't feel so abstract. Right. Okay, I would say, um, again, thinking that the hand of grace is always going to be open for you. But what I'm talking about, and I, I know what we're, what we're saying is there could be times where you know that God has said, Hey, here's something that I think you need to pursue or that I think you need to do or something that I think you need to look at. And it could be something that you don't want to look at, pursue or do. And so you could very intentionally, and I speak from personal experience, right? I, I'm not making this up. I, I've done this many times in my life where I've said, okay, you know what? I believe that God is, has said through, you know, just prayer through studying his word through other people sharing things with me that, okay, this is something that I need to do, or this is a direction that I need to go in, but it, I don't want to because it's uncomfortable because it doesn't seem like it's going to be as glamorous because it's not exactly what I want to do. And so I will choose very intentionally to say, nope, I think I'm going to go my own way. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, blaze my own trail. I'm going to do my own thing. Cause I think I, what I want and what I think I should have is better than what or easier than what God is telling me to do right now. And so I choose to kind of, for lack of a better term, ignore the very thing that God is putting in front of me and do my own thing because I think that's better. Right. It's a, this is a big principle that has many things under it. The number one thing is, is our salvation, your soul being right with God that happens through Jesus Christ. And then the principle that we're teaching here about listening to God it applies to all the little things in our life. Like, I'll give you a funny example of what I think what you're saying. When I was little, I told you this before. Do you know that I used I used to think that I was going to grow up to be a backup singer for Elvis Presley? I did. So that's scary, right? Yeah. Scary thought. And listen <laughs> to me today. But here's the funny thing is, for a long time in my life, I wanted to pursue that direction. But I couldn't sing. It's not what I was made for. So I think that's what we're trying to say is you can force your will and you may think in your mind this makes complete sense. Yes. But it's it could be almost as kooky as me pursuing a singing career. You know, there are certain things that we're just not made for. Yes. And that we have to then say to step back and say, okay, but Lord, then what did you make me for? And what is my direction? And what is the choice at this season of my life? Am I supposed to stay in this job? Am I supposed to pursue, you know, whatever, whatever it is you're pursuing in your life? Or do you have something else for me? Because yes. believe it or not, guys, for a long time, I really thought a singing career was something that was going to happen. As crazy as that you is. You have some serious faith. I hope that that makes sense. Uh, 
No, wow. I woke up. Faith before, like a child. Yeah. I woke Boys up before the writing was on the wall. <laughs> I woke up, but it's about it's about understanding you were fashioned on purpose for a purpose. So there's the big picture of that, meaning you were made for God, end all, be all, overall. Yeah. And that happens through Jesus Christ. But then there's the specifics of the of the the daily activities and the and the path and the course of your life and all those little decisions guess what the beautiful truth is god wants to be involved and guide you in every single one of them yes he wants you to honor him in every single yes. one of them so don't resist you know belshazzar resisted and shook his fist in god's face and god said okay but today was the day that enough is enough yeah you know and it wasn't that oh it's too late you know because because God is being mean, Belshazzar already made his choice. If you're listening to us today, you still have time to make your That's choice. Right. Make your choice. Do you want to belong to God? And then make your choice in the different things in your life. If you're struggling with a decision and you're trying to force your will, maybe today is the day to yield and say, you know what? Like Jesus did, not my will, but yours be done. And that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing to remember too. Jesus Christ, the son of God, didn't necessarily want to go down the path that he knew he had to go down. His will was, is there another way? There's got to be another way. That's is right. there another way? Yep. And he knew that his father was saying, no, there is no other way. And only he could do that. You know, we're not going to be called to do what Jesus did because only he could do that. But he had to say, I'm trusting in God's will. Maybe you, sh- maybe you need to do that today. That's right. Um, so we're out of time. Really? Yeah. Did I talk less? No. Um, <laughs> See, don't challenge me, Rob that's why, Schwing. That's why we're out of time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think as we close, and I don't, I don't like to end like this, but it's just something that I feel like is is stirring in in my heart a little bit, and I'm just gonna leave us all t- with something to think about, because um, I'm I'm wondering and hoping if you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, how do I know if the writing is on the wall, mm-hmm. right in my life? Uh, I would just encourage you to look at the walls that are around you and if it feels like they're in turmoil and they're in uproar and they're falling apart and it feels like, and I'll be really cautious of how I explain this, but it feels like an abnormal resistance to progress. Oh, I like that. Um, (laughs) Now, I'll be clear, like the enemy also will give you resistance to progress because he wants to stop you. But I'm talking about, and I believe that because God is good and he has given us a soul to connect with our creator, that in those moments, deep down in that soul, you can recognize the abnormal resistance and that what I like to call that check in your spirit to mm-hmm. say, I love that. hey, I think I'm pushing this progress a little more than than someone else in my life that may be a good way for you to see i think the writing is on its way to the wall yeah um so if you're seeing an abnormal resistance to progress and you can feel it in your spirit that it's because you are trying to force something in your life Mm -hmm. it's probably a good sign along the way that you are getting to the point where god's going to say okay like you you wanted it I'll give it to you, right. even though it's not going to be what you think it is. Right. Um, so maybe that's just good for some of us to look at our lives right now. And if you're feeling that abnormal resistance, ask the Lord very humbly, is it because I've been trying to force something that you are not 
anointing in right. my life. Yeah, because even if there's, like you said, that enemy resistance, yes, you're still going to feel yes. sure and God's going to make a way. If God's not making the way and you're making the way and there's confusion and upset and turmoil and all of those things, yes, just so well said what you said. That's the time to stop and say, Lord, is this my will or your will? Yes, exactly. So with that, I think we should end it because now we're way over I think we could do a whole nother one. We probably could. I already have my shirt Um, on. Exactly. It's not like we're going to change. (laughs) So um, anyway, I hope that this was something that was beneficial. I know it probably felt a little bit uh, different and maybe a little more kind of abstract or all over the place, but I hope that there's something in there uh, that we can all walk away with to take and put into our life uh, in this very moment in our day. Um, so as we close, I'm just going to remind you like we do every week, if this was something that you're like, man, this this helped or, or this is just uh, something that I know I need to hear and I have someone else in my life that needs to hear it as well. Don't do it. Don't use the podcast as a weapon. Okay. <laughs> it's not something to prove your point. Don't do that. Especially um, not this week with this yeah, voice. <laughs> it's it's not like the proverbial like elbow. Like yeah, don't like, use it like that to get someone's attention. You. Exactly. <laughs> um, but if you do feel like it's something that you know could people could benefit from in your life, would you just do us a big favor? Share it. Just share the content. You could share the YouTube video. You could share the Facebook video. Uh, if you're listening to this, share the podcast. You can uh, get it on iTunes, on SoundCloud, all these different things. Uh, or leave us a review. Like That's a really big thing, yeah. too. We don't talk about that a lot. Uh, but on iTunes, if you listen and you could leave us a rating and a review, that makes a big difference for us. Uh, and it really helps us grow the community. So go and do that as well. Uh, and also, too, if you have a question, like something that you're like, I didn't get this at all of what yeah. you were talking about totally normal especially because you probably couldn't understand what Patsy was saying um feel Listen, free send comments feel help free me. to send us a question a comment even a suggestion of something you'd like us to talk about uh in a future episode we want to hear from you so leave us a comment in the video uh send us an email at discipleship track at powerhousecc.org but we want to grow together so please reach out to us talk to us have a conversation with us we're here to grow together uh it's a dialogue not a monologue All right, so let's do that. And uh, with that, I'm going to end it here. And we hope that you have an amazing week. And we can't wait to see you next week on the podcast. See you guys.